Well, good day to you. It's been a few days. I had a bit of a cold, so I wasn't able to come into the office. So I isolated myself. It definitely wasn't the COVID. I know that. So here we are back in the studio. And today's topic came as a result of a post in the Lift the Bar members Facebook group that was sent anonymously. And it was largely built around whether or not somebody felt they should be, uh, they should delete their social media apps because their relationship with it isn't particularly great. And that obviously sounds like a good idea. And there's plenty of times all of us feel like we should get rid of the old socials. But is that really, really, really what we're after? What we're after is effective use of time and feeling fulfilled in life. That's what all of us want. So can social media coexist with that? In this episode, I'm going to dig into that. So should we get going? Should we get going? I want to get started in three, two, one. Here you go. Anyway, I saw a post in the Lift the Bar Facebook group earlier on. It's a really great topic. And I wanted to add a little bit more context to it because the question was uh, that we've been asked anonymously is I feel like my social media usage is getting in the way and uh, paraphrasing here, basically social media usage is not going the correct way and I'm thinking about deleting it. Can I run a personal training business without social media? The answer to that is absolutely yes. Like social media is a communication tool to the world, but it's not the only communication tool. Uh, There's plenty of people that had very, very, very successful businesses in the personal training space long before social media come out and when the game changes again at some point in the future and social media might not be the thing. We might have be microchipped at this point. Uh, there may be another thing that comes in its place. Ultimately, it is a communication tool with the world and a way for the world to communicate back to you. If you don't need it, don't use it. That's that's absolutely fine. But what I find and have found with myself, now I'm using a lot, a lot of personal bias and experience when it comes to giving a succinct answer to this and also uh, experience of, look, i I have dealt with lots and lots of personal trainers over the last 10 years. LTB has been around for nearly eight years now. Seven years or eight years? It's it's a lifetime. It's a bloody lifetime, okay? Uh, Because we've been doing that, it means that we do get to see an awful lot of very positive social media usage and very negative social media usage too. Because we're all self-employed, for the most part, a lot of personal trainers will use social media not just as a business tool but as a communication tool with colleagues other trainers because by doing that it makes us feel less alone if we're there having conversations about topics that we enjoy uh, nutrition training uh, program design lifestyle behavior change and all these things whether we're seeing funny content that we agree with or negative content we disagree with There's lots of trainers and lots of personal training groups out there that allow you the time and space to be connected with other people on the same journey as you. And don't ever underestimate how valuable that can be. But yes, it can also be very, very destructive because none of us, not a single one of us grew up like from the age of like five or six saying, I want to be a personal trainer, spend all my time online talking about training, nutrition, lifestyle and and science and all this kind of stuff. So with this in mind... I feel a lot of trainers do need an awful lot of a reality check with regards to how they are living their lives through social media. And what I mean by that is that it takes genuinely, it, t- it genuinely doesn't take any more than 10 to 15 minutes to put, fa- to put a Facebook post up on your page. 
It doesn't take more than two to three seconds to add an Instagram story to your stories. You can market your business in under half an hour a day if you really put your mind to it. If you spent Saturday and Sunday, let's say, thinking about your content, not going online, but thinking about your content and getting it all ready and raring to go, and all you used it for was publishing content, none of you would be on Facebook or Instagram for more than two hours a week. But if you look, if you look at your phone on a Monday morning, Apple do this automatically. I'm sure Google do the same. If you look at your phone and it says how many hours per day you've spent using your device, if it's four, five, six, seven, eight hours, whatever it may be, you've got to really assess what you're doing with that time. Because the reality is, if you wanted to and you got, let's say you got fully booked, if you got fully booked, uh, with PT clients and you had like literally from six in the morning till eight in the evening, Monday to Friday, and you had clients booked into all those times, you wouldn't have time to be online anyway. But for some reason, we give ourselves permission to waste time by scrolling and getting involved in stuff we shouldn't be getting involved with because we're not busy. So then it comes to, is social media the problem? Or is you not focusing on stuff you could be focusing on the problem? And what I might mean by that is that when I like, I go through cycles of social media taking over my life, ultimately I've got two businesses that run very, very efficiently because we have social media groups available to us. But I find myself sometimes always going looking for trouble, going looking for stuff. Like, oh my God, have you seen this? Oh my God, have you seen this? Oh my God, have you seen this? And I find myself going looking for trouble. So what I do when I feel myself going down that rabbit hole is like, I need to find things like the social media is not the problem. My relationship with it is the problem. So yes, deleting the apps might be a thing. It might be a good suggestion. It might be a good solution. But if I delete the apps without a plan about how I'm going to spend my time, I will waste time somewhere else. I have got absolutely no problem wasting time anywhere. I could do that really easily. <laughs> so what you need to do if social media is taken over like, like your thoughts and you're spending too long on it and you're going down rabbit holes every single day, having too many conversations with people who don't really mean that much to you and you need to make a change, then you need to figure out what you're going to use your newly found time with and prioritize that. So in my case, uh, I upped the amount of time I walk per day from 30 to 90 minutes. My headspace as a result of just that action by taking a 90-minute walk per day with my dog, I'm seeing more of the countryside where I live. I've become an amateur bird spotter. I saw a baby owl yesterday. A baby owl, everyone. Was I interested in baby owls before this? No, of course I wasn't. But I, like the headspace it's given me by not being attached to my phone while I'm on my walks is phenomenal. I'm learning to play an instrument. Uh, the time in the evening, I'm not scrolling and doing stuff because I'm scheduling my posts and I'm scheduling the stories I upload uh, I started cooking meals again, like for my wife. That's very important to me. Very, very, very important to me. I love cooking. But for like the last four years, I've barely cooked anything. But now I've cooked like eight meals this month for Sam. And it, it makes me feel like a better husband. And it makes me feel like I'm spending my time better. By the way, like my step count, because I'm like in the kitchen, like faffing. I spent an hour just blending spices together the other night. An hour blending spices it was so therapeutic, it's ridiculous, but I spent so much time wandering around the kitchen. Like, it could be like an extra 2,000 steps. So, you know, that neat lifestyle. 
Uh, other stuff I've done is committed to listening to an album every day in October, watching 12 movies, taking the girls on 12 dates. Now, with these things in mind, like you don't have to start at the beginning of giving yourself lots and lots of targets, but you do need to have a plan about how you're going to use your time. Otherwise, what happens is you delete the apps, start feeling anxious about what's going on in the world, and then invariably, two or three days later, your social media hiatus ends and like we are back to square one. So it's how you use your time is going to be very, very important to like the success of things. And what you'll find is if you fill your time effectively with things you genuinely enjoy, connecting with your friends, connecting with your family, doing other hobbies, you'll find by proxy your social media usage diminishes and your relationship with it improves massively. What we do is that we use social media as a tool to communicate to the world. We set specific times to allow the world to communicate back to us answering comments, answering messages and whatnot. Uh, and then potentially there could be time for you to communicate back out to the world because you need help and support and you want to ask questions. That's where being a part of membership groups in Facebook can be really, really helpful. That's where like having a network of personal trainers who are on the same path of you can also be really, really helpful. But you need to be strict with that time because you would be strict with that time if you are fully booked with clients. So what we're saying is your time is very important. And if you allocate the time out properly, social media can be such a positive, encouraging place and positive and encouraging tool as long as you don't go looking for the absolute nonsense that exists on it. Uh, so yeah, that's just my, uh, my I put a comment in the post uh, earlier on and it was just like a paragraph long and I wanted to flesh it out and add some context to it because it is so important because ultimately we've been blessed with social media, right? It's, it's amazing like to reach the amount, like in advertising terms, for us to be able to reach the people we want to reach is phenomenal. For us to be able to communicate with the people that in our area in a way that used to have to be mailing through doors or standing in town shouting from the top of our voices that we exist. Like we can exist in the lives of so many people in such a positive way. So many good things happen. When you think about uh, the free school meals campaign, if Marcus Rashford didn't have access to social media, would that even be happening right now? Such incredible things can happen because of these platforms. We have been blessed with them. But also cursed with them too, as long as your relationship with them isn't diminished. I know as an example, uh, if you really want to get to grips with how you use your time and effort and energy and the way in which you live your life, I know Paul Mort runs a brilliant 28-day man's formation. Uh, if you want to like set up some scores and things like that. I've not been on that. I was one of Paul's very, very early students way back in the day very useful couple of days I spent with him. Uh, but that might give you some accountability to make some really good changes. Uh, otherwise, just start at the beginning, set yourself an hour a day where you're going to be completely off your phone. And in that hour a day, you are going to commit to doing X, whatever that may be, you're going to commit to doing X and make yourself accountable to it and tell people, like make it a public statement of intent. And if you've got personal training clients, tell them what you're doing too. Because they like to know that you are also able to make yourself accountable in the way that you try and suggest that they are. Ladies and gents, that is me done for today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I will catch you tomorrow, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you. Bye.